Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in with your listening ears. I am once again your gracious, dedicated, humble host, Pontha Walker, and it's the Pontha Walker podcast. Now, I know I did a podcast um, on witchcraft and the spiritual realm, and um, you know a lot of people are listening to it, and you know you have a lot of uh, preachers probably listening to it, and you know they're not. If they're not spiritually, spiritually, spiritually dead or ignorant, you know what I'm saying? They're pretty much are not going to, um, they're pretty much going to try to just, uh, not hear it, you know, when it's the truth. But to the ones out there that know what's actually going on, um, in the spiritual realm and how things operate and things of that nature, you're going to pretty much understand that, you know, it's, um, 100% fact, you know, saying that um, the spiritual realm coexists with the living realm. But um, I ran across a particular um, story, you know, it was, it was quite interesting, you know, um, of this woman that she had her testimony that, you know, she was raped by a demon. But she was also, um, from reading the story, she was also. Um, um, kind of in the cult, you know, so I, I'm actually practicing, you know what I'm saying, um, witchcraft, you know what I'm saying, out of, out of, her, out of her own ignorance. But uh, I'm going I'm going to basically read the story. I'm going to read her story and I'll let you come to, um, your own conclusion, conclusion of her story. Okay. Here it is. I'm basically, um, pulling it up. And here it goes. I was 19 when my demon first raped me. I was traveling with a show and lived in a tent. The first night that it came to me, I thought that I was imagining it. I was asleep in my tent when I felt this cool breeze blow right on top of me. The next thing I knew, I felt like hands were going down my pants and they were filling me up. And then they were inside of me. After a few minutes, I felt a weight on top of me and pulled my legs apart. And then it was inside of me. I had no idea what was going on. All I knew was that it felt like there was an invisible person having sex with me. The first time only lasted about 30 minutes or so. The The next day, I felt confused as to what happened to me that night. I felt like someone had sex with me. But I didn't believe what had happened that night to be real. The next night, I was lying there asleep. When it came back, I felt the weight on top of me, and I couldn't move. Then it pulled my legs apart again. I tried to close them, but I couldn't. I tried to move, but I couldn't do that either. Then I remember trying to scream, and nothing came out of my mouth. By this time, the thing was inside of me, raping me. I remember trying to fight it off, and it hurt so bad, no matter how hard it fought. The thing kept me pent down and continued to rape me for another hour. Morning came again and I felt like someone beat me up. I was sore. My arms and my legs, my thighs, my privates, I all felt like I was raped. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. I I told myself that it was all in my head and that I had imagined the whole thing. But I was so sad, I couldn't smile or laugh. I cried, I cried all day. Night came again. This time I was scared. I was scared as hell. We were all sitting around the fire and everyone was talking. And I just sat there and stared thinking, was I raped? Will it happen again? 
Time finally came when everyone decided to head off to bed. I can remember being gripped with fear that night, but I went to bed. I laid there, and a few minutes later, he was there. I, stared, I, I started crying, and I tried to scream, but I couldn't. I tried to get up and managed to get halfway up and almost on my feet. When the thing threw me down hard, I was completely paralyzed after that. He pulled my legs apart, and he got on top of me, and he raped me all night long. It was so painful, and I kept saying, it's not real, it's not real, over and over again. With each rape, I could feel his energy, and I could feel myself being drained. After each rape, I would pass out and not wake up till morning. The next day, I was in the first days. I couldn't speak, but only whisper. The tears wouldn't stop coming. I couldn't speak. I couldn't eat, speak, or anything. I just... I just stared off into nothingness. I wanted to scream and tell somebody, but who would believe me? I was terrified. All day, then night came fear, other fear. It was what I felt. I could feel him watching me and waiting for me. I sat there and just stared into nothingness, and I was screaming inside of my head. The closer it got to when everyone decided to head off to bed, the more scared I would get. I could tell that my friends were worried. They looked at me with sadness. With a sadness, they asked me, if I was okay, but I couldn't even answer them. Then the time came, everyone head off to bed, and so did I. I was in my tent for even a minute before he was on me. He threw me down and he raped me. Again, I was trying to fight back. I was trying to kick, my arms were pent down. I tried to build my body up. He slammed me down, I tried to scream, but only a whisper came out of me. Finally, after a couple hours, he finished. The second I could move my body, I got up and I Ran out of my tent as fast as I could. A couple of my friends couldn't sleep, and they saw me glamour out of my tent into our common area. I was crying and shaking. They asked me what had happened, but I couldn't tell them. They were ready for bed, and one of them asked if I wanted to stay with him just so that I could... Just so I could sleep, so I agreed. I didn't want to be left alone. We went to his tent and we laid down. I was still crying. I was shaking uncontrollably. He tried to put his arm on me to comfort me, but I shuddered and he immediately removed his arm after a short while. I saw a shadow come across the side of the tent. Then I felt him inside of the tent. I was crying and I remember saying, no more. I balled up as tight as I could in a in a fatal, fatal position. The demon pushed me on onto my back and pulled my legs apart again. I was raped and was raping me again. Right in front of my friend, I was crying, help me. I managed to grab my friend's arm and held it as tight as I could. I kept saying, it's not real, and helped me over and over again. I started begging for it to stop, and I can't remember how painful it was. My friend didn't know what to do. He asked me what was happening to me, but was unable to answer him. He tried to pick me up, and he couldn't. He was scared, and he didn't know what to do finally he ended ended it up ended it and by that time my friend was freaked out but he stayed with me me until I was asleep the next day was a couple the next day was a complete haze I felt like I was outside looking in my friends looked like strangers to me we had a mirror hanging on a tree and I looked at my flesh and it was someone else standing there I didn't recognize 
I didn't recognize the girl staring right. I didn't recognize the girl staring back at me. I hated that. I hated what I saw. I felt so dirty and ashamed. I picked up a rock and I started to hit the mirror where my face was trying to break it. One of my friends saw and came over. She took the rock from me and she put her arms around me and I just broke down to endless tears. The whole day I didn't leave the common area. It felt, it hurt to walk or even move. Even so, I just sat in my chair and stared and cried completely. Uh, Catonic. That night was Halloween and my friends went out. I didn't want to go anywhere or be around anybody, so I just hung back. I tried to walk around a bit, but I felt like a stranger. I felt like a ghost. I went back to my campsite and no one was back yet. I had another group of friends that found me all along. They asked me to hang out with them. They knew that something was going on with me, but left the issue alone. That night, I stayed with them, and my demon raped me in front of all of them when it was all over. They wanted to take me to the hospital. I had been so horribly weak in front of attack that I was completely lifeless. When I tried to speak, only whisper came from my mouth. I told them not to take me to the hospital. I was scared. What what would what could they do? Nothing. No actual person raped me. No demon raped me invisible, but real. After that night, my all my friends knew that something definitely was going on with me. No one ever left me alone after that. Also I had a friend who offered his place up to me where I was somehow protected from the demon. I slept for a whole week and won't leave his place except to use the bathroom and to take a shower. And I didn't even do that alone. He was able to get information out of me. He got me to take he got me to talk a bit about what happened to me. Luckily I had friends who believed me. They were my safeguard. There is another part of the story I am there is another part of this story. I am what you would call a sensitive to the sensitive world. I used to be able to see them all the time when I was little. But I shut that part off when I saw my demon for the first time when I was around four or five years old. Now I just feel them and I'm affected by them. This place that I was in when the attacks began had a high, had a high, energy had a high energy had a spiritual had a high spiritual energy there were a lot of spirits there and they were everywhere in the beginning i thought that it was just an evil spirit but i know now that it is a demon i also have the natural ability to use magic and my friends taught me how to control it they were all in the craft which i now know didn't help the situation they taught me how to use my gifts to perform protection spells and everything of the nature. One thing, one big thing they had to teach me was to control. It was sending all kinds of stuff out. It was considered I'm messing up, y'all. Y'all got to forgive me. I missed something. Okay, it says protection spells and everything of that nature. One big thing they could, they had to teach me was to control it. Okay, sorry about that, y'all. I kind of I had everything divided up. 
but it go but what I was what she was saying was um uh they had to teach me what to control it. I was sending all kinds of stuff out. There was just my emotions from the text one night I stared into the fire and just put all my pain and the spirit and my hurt into that fire and I sent it out. The following morning I woke to my bed on fire. I was lucky to have had water nearby to put it out. Time came for me to go home and the text started back. I ended up becoming physically ill from it. I couldn't eat meat for a whole year because it made me sick. Then I got then I got to where every time I ate I threw up. I also started having severe anxiety attacks that were so bad people would call ambulance would call an ambulance and I would get sent to the hospital. Finally, after three years the attack stopped for a while, I met someone and we had an affair. I got pregnant and had a son. When my son was almost a year old, my demon came back and the attack started back again. It's been 12 years now, and I am 31. I have three children. My demon still comes and rapes, rapes me. There have been dry periods where a couple of months would go by and nothing but the demon always comes back, and when he does, he stays for a while. I have learned something amazing, though. Four months ago, I met a guy that worked with that worked with that. I have, I'm sorry about that, y'all. Let me, let me make sure I'm reading, I'm reading it right to you. She said, I have learned something amazing, though. Four months ago, I met a guy that worked with, that worked with, that I have learned something amazing, though. Four months ago, I met a guy that I worked with that saw me everything that I had been going through all these years. He is a Christian, and he has helped me to get away from magic. I had to accept a truth that even though I believed that that was a natural that I was a natural white witch. I was serving the wrong master. There is only God and Satan, and Satan controls the occult. Once I understood that and came to terms with it, I was able to fully turn my heart over to the Lord. Ever since then, I have prayed every day, and I read my Bible, and I seek the Lord, and it had been hard. And my demons started attacking, attacking hardcore every day. Every time I would pray, every time I would read my Bible, attack. I had been studying the word hardcore and seeking him hardcore and he has been giving me so many blessings and just recently I have been playing auto bible every time that I am alone when I go to bed and if I don't get attacked tonight it will make seven it will make day seven and no attack since October I have not had more than three days without any attack from my demon I know that I am doing something right it says, read the books of the Bible, John, Matthew, Peter, Roman, Romans, Philippians, Ephesians, uh, Isaiah. Those are just a few. A few stay away from the cult sites. They belong to Satan. He is a wolf in sheep's clothing. White magic is heels too. Um, she got Google spiritual warfare sites. You can also uh, see YouTube YouTube videos and other other sites about the Bible. And then she has on there, um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against uh, the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6-12. Now, I know I kind of, um, I was actually had this, this story that I was reading to you um, 
I had kind of screenshotted. So I was trying to basically had I was basically trying to make sure I had the story, kind of everything was together when I was reading it out um, to your listeners out there. But as you can see um, from hearing this story about this woman, that she was actually um, when she told her the first the first uh, the story that she was telling about you know they had uh, they was doing a show and. You know, they had like a, uh, they was camping out and stuff like that. But as you read further in the story, she goes to tell you that she was um, involved um, in the occult. You know, she was actually practicing um, witchcraft. She uh, considered herself at that time, you know, that she was actually um, a white witch. You know, um, and when you do those things, um, that it opens the doors, you know, saying to um, the demonic realm for them to uh, manifest in the physical realm. Now, like I said, I may not be the best narrative or the story, but this was her. This was her story, and I was trying to read it the best of my ability. You know, I tried to screenshot it, like I said, and try to bring the story together. I know I kind of stumbled on a couple of the stories, a couple of the um, sentences, because I was trying to bring it together. But like I said, um, this stuff is real. You know, this was her. Uh, story, her testimony. Um, there are other stories out there um, that's um, similar to hers, and some of, some of the stories are even worse than hers. You know, but I just you know it caught, it caught my attention, and you know I decided to uh, you know let y'all know about it, uh, read it out to y'all. You know, you have y'all your own um, conclusion about this stuff um, that it actually goes on. Like I said, the, the church is not going to. Um, the watered down church is not going to, or the spiritually dead church is not going to um, tell you about uh, some of the spiritual stuff that actually go, goes on. Now, don't get me wrong; there are some people that just just do this stuff for entertainment. But like I said, uh, if the story is, is similar to somebody else's story, uh, spiritual um, experiences, best believe it's truths in it, you know. But anyway, thank all y'all for tuning in, listening. To the Paul Anthony Walker podcast. Look forward to talking to y'all soon. Peace.